Good evening and welcome to the very first episode of Jeremy and Ryan's Freaky Film Club. (laughs) (laughs) Bat noises, witch cackle, thunder. (laughs) We'll add that all in later in post. Wolf howl, (laughs) clacking chains. So you may have remembered back um, maybe about a year ago now, we did a little series called Vamping About Voorhees. And it was kind of a, it was sort of an underground thing. Not many people watched it or listened to it. It's like, it has a cult following now. So, I mean, I'm happy with what happened with it. But um, basically it was Ryan and myself doing a little breakdown of the Friday the 13th movies. Would you say that's accurate? That's accurate. <laughs> this is deposition now. <laughs> yeah. Um, and we basically, well, little is kind of an exaggeration because it was like <laughs> each one ended up being like two and a half hours long. Yeah. Yeah. But we had a lot of fun doing it and yeah. we learned a lot about the film franchise in the process. And this Halloween, we decided to do something a little similar, and we're going to break down some Halloween classics. True? Yes. yes. That is correct. <laughs> and <laughs> I figured um, we're going to structure this a little bit differently. Uh, we're going to break it down into three sections. First being, we're going to talk about the movie a little bit and um, maybe hit you with some fun facts. And oh, also, before we go any further, I should address this costume. <laughs> each, <laughs> each week, we're going to be, well, I, don't, I can't speak for both of us, but I'm going to be wearing a new costume on Ooh. each episode. <laughs> the host with the most. <laughs> but it's really fucking hot, so I'm going to take the hood down for whoa, now. Whoa, I'm sorry. Whoa, whoa. I'm, I'm breaking the fourth wall already, but it's That's so... Right. I can't run the fan because of the mics. You got to understand. I mean, come you'll on, people. You'll just use it as the thumbnail for the video on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, that's that was just... All I needed was that few seconds. <laughs> there you go. Nice. It works out. Though. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, we're going to try to do that, and... Well, like I said, we're going to break it down into three sections in this episode and future episodes as well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. First section is going to be breaking down the plot and hitting you with some fun tidbits, maybe. Second section is going to be our fuck yeah or hell yeah moment of the, <laughs> <laughs> the week. Okay. We discuss personally what our favorite moment from the movie was. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then third, we're going to give it our final rating. And that's how we're going to cap it off. So the first movie that we're looking at this week is Hellraiser. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Classic film. Clive Barker, 1987, based on his uh, novella uh, from the the same year, I think. Very cool. I didn't write down the year that it came out. But yeah, based on a short novel that he wrote. Awesome. very similar obviously there was a little more detail in the novel but right um, i think the film was probably pretty accurate because clive barker also directed it Mm. 
So mm -hmm. that's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess one of the quotes he had was, um, uh, he, it wasn't actually a quote. Let me, (laughs) I'll cut that out. (laughs) It wasn't really a quote. It was more just, um, he was kind of, uh, miffed about some of the other projects that had happened, like the adaptations of his works. And so he decided this time around, he would try his hand at directing. And this was his first time directing and he wanted, yeah. mm -hmm. Some adaptations of like his other of other novels or... yeah other stories oh, yep okay i thought you meant like other people tried to adapt hellraiser to some other spin-off oh no novel. no no it was other works that he had done oh so, okay and he Anything was kind of like um let's see I, I i didn't look it up but uh oh, okay so i'm not really sure but um i think That's okay, okay. <laughs> i'll just sit here for like five minutes while i think of it <laughs> no but yeah so he was kind of miffed about it and he didn't like how they turned out so he decided uh he was going to try to hop in and direct this one yeah well that's how you know to be closer to the source material if the actual writer is doing it right so absolutely yeah you can feel comfortable in that mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and uh first thing that stuck out to me was that this film had a budget of only $1 million and <laughs> some of the practical effects you see, it's kind of fucking nuts what they were able to pull off. Really uh, very, very good scenes, some very good makeup effects. I really like what they got going on in there. And, you know, for a million dollar budget, it makes me think they had a really dedicated team mm-hmm, and maybe absolutely. some up and comers that maybe weren't super high profile or something. Uh, um, gentleman's but, name was Bob Keen, I think, who was in oh, charge of the makeup. Guy? I, that's what they said in the credits, like, but I'm sure maybe, maybe there was, was the, like, he the was the head guy. Yeah. 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 The lead makeup effects artist. Um, and like, I mean, horror films, I guess, aren't always super high budget anyway. Right. So maybe that's not so uh, out of the ordinary. Right. Right. Absolutely. He's probably doing a lot of different stuff, but uh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah. Some of it was, that's what I noted from the film is that some of the uh, makeup effects were pretty good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's funny too, cause like they used a little bit of CG. So it, it's like a stark contrast when you see the, like for instance, actually at the beginning of the film um, when Frank, well, I guess we'll get into starting to break it down here. Uh, when Frank starts, you know, playing with the box, mm-hmm. uh, you get that like shitty, blue electrical effect coming off of it oh yeah and it just looks so bad and dated but then immediately after you get the chains into the skin and that looks awesome still like that holds up right i mean you can tell that it's not like it doesn't look exactly like skin and meat but it's like pretty good still like Mm -hmm. like at a glance it's it passes yeah Mm -hmm. it passes absolutely looks nasty looks like you know like, oh, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so that's that was one of the kind of the early um, big effects scenes in the movie. And um, so Frank, he he gets the um, I guess we should mention he gets the box from, I think, Morocco. I think that's where he gets it from. They don't really it was an Asian guy. It was an Asian guy. But according to the Wikipedia, he's in he's in Morocco. OK, <laughs> so I'm not sure why it's an Asian dude. <laughs> sure. Maybe to make it more like mystical. Maybe that was their idea of like. It's, it's Clive Barker's story. I yeah. Guess. That's whatever. what he wanted to do. <laughs> whatever, I mean, he Clive. can be there if he wants. Yeah. There could be an Asian guy living in Morocco. Yeah. Maybe he's it's hiding fine. out. Yeah. Maybe he's knows? hiding out from the Cenobites. I mean, I wish they would have explained that a little better. Um, maybe they talk about it in the second one. I don't really remember the second one at all, but. Um, you need some unknowns, I think. 
You know, yeah. I was thinking during that movie of how like some things didn't add up or make sense, but at the same time, I thought I kind of like that. I kind of like a little fantasy, and I like a little. Uh, well, I like a lot of unknown. I've okay. always said okay. that unknown is scary. Well, um, and when you have a character or a monster or like a situation that's too revealing, it's just like you're comfortable, and that's not scary. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, for sure. Well, let's see if you have that same thought when we get to the pet shop scene and let's just see how many unknowns you like then at that point. (laughs) (laughs) This movie definitely had its weird moments. That's for Um, sure. Yeah, absolutely. Um, But I know what you're saying. Like it is cool to um, not have it like all out on front street for you and just like they have their, they just blow their load right away and you're just like, all right, cool. Really scary guys. Yeah, like rushing out the the bad guy or the scary thing or uh, having everything in bright lights or um, having something that you can understand. Mm-hmm. That's like mm-hmm. the big, with this movie, the big thing. Absolutely, uh, yeah. The way, you know, the way Frank comes back and all this stuff is, uh, it doesn't make sense. Um, mm-hmm. But that's fine. It's like, it's okay to be sucked into a fantasy world right? where it's scary because you don't know what's coming. Mm-hmm. that's kind of my point mm-hmm. sure you know? sure yeah um so yeah so after frank uh solves the puzzle he's i guess we're led to believe he's dragged to hell or into this weird realm of sadomasochism where yep. um he's you know just gonna be tortured by some call them demons some call them angels <laughs> as they uh, say in uh, indistinguishable ecstasy and the greatest pain you've ever felt mm-hmm. pleasure and pain yes in- indiscriminate right with the sex apart <laughs> right <laughs> <laughs> something i often fantasize about myself right mm-hmm. uh asphyxiation mm-hmm. is that <laughs> auto of the autoerotic kind yeah the real yeah. world equivalent of that <laughs> right yeah right <laughs> um so yeah, they uh, so Frank's dragged to hell, and we cut to years, I guess later. Maybe I'm not sure exactly the the jump in time when they yeah. when they move into the house. It might not be that long. No, because there is maggots in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. So it, yeah, it does kind of seem like it was freshly. It might not have been that long. Yeah, I'm not really sure though. They don't make that super clear. They don't. No. But uh, anyways, uh, Julia and Larry are the are the two people, and they uh, enter the home. And, and Frank is is Larry's brother, and we find out pretty quickly that Julia and Frank had an affair yep. right before the marriage, which is pretty they fucked did. up. <laughs> Very classy, and it yes. kind of seems like it was before and during, and maybe even after. Mm-hmm. Which is yeah. pretty low. <laughs> yeah. Julia's uh, not not very nice. Yeah, her heart wasn't all there in the marriage, apparently. <laughs> no. Um, so uh, they're moving in, and Larry cuts his hand on a nail in the doorway, which leads to a really big fucking gash that yeah. well, doesn't seem very realistic to me. No, but I think it, it worked. Mm-hmm. You know, I think you don't I mean, need it too cool. much makeup effect to make that work. True. Yeah. But, um, yeah. You know, they had like a line of uh, dark black, uh, like fake blood cut thing. And yeah, you, know, you put a little fake blood on a dark patch. And I think you can make that pass for a deep cut. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I know what you mean. It wasn't. 
it was just kind of like oh i think God. for the time for yeah. the time and the budget yeah i was right. i was okay with it yeah yeah for sure and it led to some pretty cool uh big flowage of blood <laughs> added <laughs> yeah. to the scenery um so he's leaking oil and on onto the floor which is the key to uh regenerating uncle frank right which is this one of those moments that uh, you're glad they didn't expand upon further well i do want to say too i thought it was kind of weird like when he walks into the room uh-huh. with his hand yeah. he comes like all the way upstairs to julia in this weird attic like wouldn't you go to the sink you would think so right <laughs> I, I, what I know the fuck is julia gonna do <laughs> yeah i know he has a fear of blood but it just seemed like okay they're really bringing him up here yeah to make this work they should have um, just had him carrying something up into the attic and it would have made a lot more sense like i don't know right here's if some old antiques right family heirlooms we'll move them upstairs to the attic yeah there you go yeah um because yeah i mean it's if it's more organic it's like yeah. okay he's already right there yeah and it's like, ooh, and I, I don't like blood, you know, mm-hmm. like, but he had to come all the way upstairs. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, it's kind of funny because hung up on that, but I never even really thought about that. That never yeah. crossed my mind, but it's it like, now that like, you mentioned ruin it for me, but you know, <laughs> I, I just thought it was strange. I was like, it's, you know, they're bringing them in here for this. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I mean, you you saw the nail coming. They kept showing that shot. As yeah, was as coming. she was, she, as they were showing that flashback of her banging Frank. <laughs> and it's yeah. like his arm was moving, moving in rhythm with their bodies. <laughs> yeah, it was very special. It was magical. It was, it was great editing. It inspired me. Fantastic um, directorial debut, Mr. Barker. <laughs> absolutely. Uh, really into that. And, uh, you know, he comes in with the blood, like you said, uh, like you said that I said, mm-hmm. the whole blood thing starting Frank up from underneath the floorboards and getting him back from hell. So what I liked while I was watching it was, you know, there's this Cenobites, this other dimension thing. We don't know how it works. Mm-hmm. So you know what? Somebody grows between the floorboards underneath there uh, yeah. in that room. Uh, You're cool with that? <laughs> I, uh, You know, that's the scary thing. <laughs> why does that happen? Yeah, why does I it don't happen? Know. I don't know. So that's kind of scary. Sure, so, sure. Okay. I mean, what would what would even be better anyways? Just have like some crappy computer lights and they just appear there? I mean, <laughs> no, for sure. I mean, yeah. it's better to have nothing than, yeah, to attempt to explain it and show some shitty effects. I, I agree. Yeah. I agree. But I mean, him, him growing in there, though, I thought was cool. Creepy, gross. Um, and like the, the legs flopping out of the floor that was like, cool yeah all the weird shit that happened to connect the brain to the body and um yeah i actually really enjoyed all those effects they used a lot of uh i don't know what you call that lube or that gelatin or whatever they <laughs> like <used>. vaseline <laughs> yeah vaseline <I laughs> yeah, yeah. But mixed with, was it mixed with water to make it more uh thin oh yeah i bet it yeah um mm-hmm. and i know they used that in the alien movies that was used heavily in the alien movies uh really drool and stuff yeah for their mouth like they like pour it down their mouth and they're like open their mouth stuff that's cool um and uh they used a lot of that i could tell um Mm. for those scenes but yeah freaked me out a lot when i was younger uh i still like it now in the film Mm -hmm. so yeah I, i like it for creativity right absolutely and to keeping in mind that it's only a million dollar budget, it's just like, man, that's just such cool stuff they pulled off. Like I said, those effects are good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good. Um, 
And yeah, yeah, for sure. And also we are led to the next interesting thing that I have to mention because this is like a part of something that I remember from when we were kids and it's uh, the line, don't look at me. <laughs> Julia. me <laughs> yeah, we used to make fun of that we definitely did and um you used to ask now i don't know if you were serious or not but you used to ask why he asked that right it was, and actually it was like a joke it was a joke, a joke but as i thought about it it's actually a legit question because he, later on he looks just as disgusting and he's he doesn't care then so why the well, fuck does he care at first so i funny you should get into this too because i thought about this during the movie mm-hmm. and she does look back at him even oh, in yeah. that scene yeah and he's like he doesn't yell at her again right i think he does one more time i think she comes the second time she comes back i think he oh i think he's about to eat the body and he's like don't look like interesting oh yeah 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 i do <laughs> remember that yeah <laughs> um but as a kid i thought that was so funny it was just hilarious to me that like there's just like this creepy corpse <laughs> thing from hell and it's like don't look at me as it's like he's ashamed of his appearance yeah yeah he's like so his vanity did not go away with his like evil spirit yeah coming it back is, from the dead <laughs> it is pretty funny to think about it like that yeah and like it's definitely harder to take serious now too because of like all the um the memories attached and like after a little bit after that when he like closes the door like really slowly it's like it's just kind of (laughs) that's funny too for some reason yeah (laughs) um and so that uh, also leads us to an awful like a god-awful line delivery when he says um please god help me (laughs) like overall uh it's in the same same uh scene as the don't look at me line um, he's talking to Julia and the last thing I think he says to her is like, please God help me. But it's like delivered. <laughs> so like hammy and so like, Oh God. Yeah. Uh, but otherwise I do think uncle Frank, the guy who played him is awesome. I do think he did a great job, but just that one line, it made me fucking laugh my ass off. <laughs> yeah. He did play it, uh, that guy. Well, like the kind of creepy sexual deviant guy who, yeah. and maybe Judith isn't, maybe Judith isn't like, a bad person maybe she was swayed by this guy's like really like demonic potent sexuality that he has i don't know right well because like, i mean it does like really really it's very difficult for her to do this at first yeah i mean but kind of quickly she gets over that <laughs> you mean that in the flashbacks or do you mean like in the actual plot uh in the actual plot okay like, yeah, yeah, yeah 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 like She's like very, very hesitant. I mean, as anyone would be, but I mean, she's she is swayed like pretty quickly, and like she actually seems like she starts to enjoy it after a while. To have her spouse get killed, that and just the just the acts of like gruesomeness that she's doing for Frank. Yeah, yeah just like yeah, yeah. You know what? She did a great job. I thought during the movie, like she did a decent job of acting, like. Mm-hmm. Like she was weird, but repulsed, and like, um, you know, just the her cringe and like mm-hmm. apprehension to stuff and shock. Mm-hmm. Like I thought she did a decent job. 
Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. And uh, also, before we go any further, I should probably mention, I never got to this yet. They uh, have a daughter, uh, or uh, Larry has a daughter, Kirsty, played by the beautiful Ashley Lawrence, mm -hmm. <laughs> who became sort of like a screen queen and sort of an icon. She goes to a lot of those conventions still and mm -hmm. sort of like a fan favorite. She did an excellent job in this movie. Absolutely. Yeah. She and, helped make it what it was. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. she had some uh great like screams and some great like fuck you moments which were yeah cool. yeah and i think she played you know uh some of the like uh freaked outness toward the end mm -hmm. and uh just being scared scream queen you know like you right said. right absolutely so uh there's a scene that comes a little bit after the first uh uncle frank victim which Julia picks up from a bar. Um, and it's, it's the pet shop scene. This is something I really want to touch on because it's like, <laughs> what the fuck is, what is this? Like, yeah. why is it even in this movie? It's like so random, so strange. There's really nothing, like we get nothing out of it except for a little bit more interaction with that weird stalker guy. Cracker man. <laughs> Cracker man. And they became crickets, man. Yeah. Yeah. Them in his beard. <laughs> yeah. So um, I just thought it was very strange. So Ashley Lawrence, uh, Kirsty. Yeah. She's working at a pet shop um, and she's, she's also, so she's living by on her own, but she's uh, there helping out with the move for her dad and kind of getting them, you know, all situated and so she's working at this pet shop and um, they use monkey noises to try to scare us like for jump scares twice. Right. And like the first <laughs> time is like, okay. The second time is when uh, her boyfriend grabs her shoulder. It's like, well, yeah. it's so unnecessary. It didn't make sense the second <laughs> yeah. time, right? It was yeah. just like, just happens <laughs> and then it just cuts away. Yeah, for no reason. Yeah. <laughs> so, um really all we gain from that yeah like i said is like she runs into that stalker dude and he's got crickets on his beard and he's eating crickets out of the cage and and she's like hey stop it like get out of here and he just stares at her going <sighs> yeah homeless guy and yeah. he also appears once before that the first mm -hmm. time in an alleyway just like looking through a door and you would think you would think like he has to do with the story somehow like mm -hmm. knows she's involved in this hell um what the the what do they call it what do they call it in the movie the block um the uh, conf, like it's the configuration or something the, <laughs> configuration. <laughs> configuration give that to me just like, the puzzle it, box. It doesn't even have a name puzzle box the box give me that puzzle box <laughs> yeah puzzle box um you'd think he would have something to do with it but um uh my general sense when he was appearing was that they were just trying to um, you know, it's like it's Halloween season. We're going to add in some extra scary stuff. Yes. Even if it doesn't have to do with anything. Right. Um, we're going to throw it in there to unnerve you, which, uh, you know, again, like I I'm OK with that. You know, I think the studio, <laughs> <laughs> I think the studio pressured him into that one. You think so? I don't know. I haven't read the novella, but I'm not sure if that's in there. I was going to ask that. I'm like, is it in the novel? I'll have to check that out. Yeah. I'll, I'll give it a legitimate read and maybe I can weigh in on it for one of our Halloween I episodes. I think it is actually, and I'll yeah. tell you why. When okay. We get there. I don't okay. want to jump ahead again. Okay. 
you know. Sounds good. Yeah. I'll, <laughs> I'll remind you. If I'll remind you. Okay. Okay. All right. So, so after the pet shop scene, uh, we get a little more, um, basically it's, it's just a lot of Julia bringing people home and (laughs) uncle Frank murdering them and, or actually she murders them. And then right with a hammer. Yeah. Which he can't do because he's too weak, I guess. Right. So I was wondering, well, I think um, you're right because after the first victim, all he could do was like, he started feeling his nerves coming back. He said, yeah. And then the second one he could taste. Right. Yeah, he was in pain, and the second one he could taste, right? Or was that the third one? I can't remember. One of them, he's like, I can taste again. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't tasted in so long. <laughs> like, what was he tasting? Iron from all the blood? <laughs> Probably. <Ugh. laughs> it's better. What than a nothing. wonderful taste. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And then he started wearing clothes. So. <laughs> Yeah, which was interesting. And that, so that was after he fixed his nerves, right? He yeah. The uh, level past that. So apparently wearing clothes was to tell everyone watching that he his nerves are fine now. He can yeah. wear clothes that are stuck to his bloody muscle tissue. So yeah. that's not going to ruin them or anything. Yeah. like, um, But I'm, I'm sure he's really concerned about that. <laughs> <laughs> he's definitely not wearing calvin klein apparel or anything like that it's probably all target shit that he's just gonna throw in the garbage when he's done with it yeah (laughs) you know and they're they're all effects but you know what for that time i think they did a wonderful job especially with their budget of spraying like the different tissues and muscle and i mean it's kind of hard to pull off that he's weak when he's got the rigid structure of a regular full human being but yeah um i think i think they did a great job of of showing that i think there was one little thing that irked me where like they show him crouching like Gollum at one point mm-hmm. after like he gets his first he gets a i think it's before he gets his first victim from julia and they okay. show him just sort of like sitting yeah like on the ground yeah. like a regular guy yes for a second. it almost yeah. seems pointless Mm-hmm. Um, but before that, he was dragging himself around, which I thought was really creepy. Yes. And like the drag. Yeah. Um, and, and then when like she brings whispering him, and shit. Yeah. And he's like dragging his body all creepy. Yeah. Because um, his like legs don't work and his pelvis is tiny or something. And uh, yeah, that looks awesome. Him, yeah. And then she brings him the first victim and then he does that again. But mm-hmm. like there was one second where he's like crouched, like, you know, it's, it's obviously a regular dude crouched. Mm hmm. And I was like, well, he could have probably taken that out because it doesn't really make sense. Yeah. He's not quite there yet. But um, anyway, just a tiny thing that was like, you know, an editing that could have just pulled that out quick. Right. For sure. Yeah. I understand where you're coming from. Yeah. Yeah. They should have had him like sliding back and forth on a shot or something. <laughs> <laughs> just a little trail of blood, like a slug yeah. <laughs> everywhere yeah. he goes. Sliding around <laughs> and dangly um, legs. Yes. Yeah. So. Um, then at a certain point, um, Larry almost catches on to what's going on because he hears a noise from upstairs. And uh, Julia is just is like, no, no, don't worry about it. It's just an open window. <laughs> All right. He, she tries to, like, um, get him into the bedroom instead so he, you know, avoids going up to the attic. And Oh, is this when they, when they were watching boxing? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I know I'm probably jumping around a little bit because we were talking about all the victims. Yeah, we both are a little bit. Um, so, but I'm sure, assuming everyone's seen it if they're watching this. So yeah, everyone, just up. just pause right now and go watch it quick and come yeah. back and restart the episode. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, 
Yeah, no, that was interesting to me. Like, I actually liked that she didn't want him to die. Yeah. She sort of regretted and changed her mind. So I got the sense that um, because uh, Frank was freaking out a little bit upstairs, um, that she had been sort of taking time and like not doing it. Yeah. Sort of just been like almost enjoying being near Larry or something and just happy that he wasn't dead. Um, Like, I don't know if she was like rethinking it. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, but like you said, certainly didn't want him to die. And I thought that was interesting. It, it, it added some depth to her character. Like she wasn't just this evil, psychotic, under Frank's spell completely. Right, right. She had some you... feeling for this guy that she decided to marry, which kind of makes sense. Um, you know, like if you're not a total succubus. Right. Like, is that okay <laughs> yeah. to say? Should we have another yeah, conversation you about can... PC? <laughs> <laughs> you could say succubus. It's very fitting, actually, for the Halloween episode. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Whoa, that's my buddy. Uh, uh, <laughs> pray for me, or whatever he says. Oh, yeah, he anyways. does say some weird shit there, doesn't he? He does. Um, so, anyways, yeah, uh, I agree with you. They definitely added depth when they, you know, they certainly didn't have to, being that it's only a 90 minute film and they could have just made this, you know, your stereotypical slasher film but i think mm-hmm. it because of clive barker's excellent writing and the fact that he was behind the, the camera i think that helped a lot mm-hmm. to add uh to help keep some of the characters how they were i guess what right. i'm trying to say yeah so yeah definitely uh after uh, the whole scene with julia distracting larry and brings him to the bedroom right brings him to the bedroom and set uh, up to the attic Right, right. And and, start- and and keep in mind for everyone listening who we hope has seen it, she's being very weird the entire movie, really. And then especially in this scene, she's like scared and trembling and then all of yeah. a sudden starts making out with him, trying to do anything to distract him. But I mean, I feel bad for this poor guy, Larry. Right. He doesn't seem like a bad guy. I was going to say, yeah, Larry is just comes off as a really nice dude. He, and I, yeah like he has like genuine concern for her too and like he's talking with, with his daughter at one point trying to like reconcile the relationship and everything like that so yeah, i mean at the heart of it his brother frank's a shit yeah yeah he's just a total ass ruined his marriage really <laughs> yeah if this is like the frigidity that was ruined his life <laughs> since the wedding yeah yeah <laughs> dick. yeah so um, at this at a certain point, while they're having sex, Frank comes up behind them. Well, uh, Julia could see Frank, but Larry cannot. And mm-hmm. Frank cuts a <laughs> an animal in half. What is it? A rat? A rat. Yeah, cuts a rat open for like what? What's going on here? I think he's trying to show Julia like I'm running out of patience. Uh huh. Like hurry the fuck up. Yeah, yeah. Like, hurry the fuck up, or I'm gonna kill Larry. Okay, sure, sure. Oh, and th- yeah, and that's he's gonna take action. Yeah. Okay, right. Like, I think it was a threat to her. Mm-hmm. Obviously, mm-hmm. like I'm thinking, like a general threat. Someone else's life, her life, just get mm-hmm. it done. All right. He's growing impatient. Right. Frank's right. not exactly a selfless man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he wants right. his skin back so he can start right. banging tricks and taking having somebody a third person take photos of all of his like doggy style <laughs> photos yes from, <laughs> i was like who's taking those pictures <laughs> his buddy maybe it was larry that's a great question yeah larry is such a cock he has to take the photos too <laughs> yeah 
Um, no, that's a great question. I was thinking that too. It's like some of them are very professional looking too. Yeah. Is that one with the white background where he's like all posing, all studly? <laughs> yeah, maybe he hired someone. Maybe it was a crackhead. Yeah. Maybe, uh, maybe was, he went uh, to glamour sexual, shots at Sears. Sexual deviance that he has <laughs> sex parties with. Yeah, you never know. <laughs> uh, maybe the Cenobites did it. Yeah. They took his photo. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> right they all just hang out yeah they all just they love each other actually yeah when they mix business with pleasure that's when it got bad yeah he, he shouldn't have taken the box that's that's true yeah he heard too much about their job and was like i want i want the same benefits you guys have and he just came in the wrong way he came in as a victim but i mean how do you get in how do you get into that corporate structure right in it's, hell it's it's tough yeah. Tough, yeah. And then we all found out it's not a one way street because mm-hmm. the girl's like, are you from hell or something? They're all like, we know pleasure <laughs> and pain. <laughs> no was... one knows where. <laughs> maybe they don't. Maybe they don't know where they are. It was spot on. Was it? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. You got that one. the alien guy yeah (laughs) no no inspiration from alien on that guy no of course not but alien resurrection might have stolen a little bit from that yeah yeah (laughs) i mean xenomorph general head design whatever it's anyways anyways yeah yeah let's keep let's keep going (laughs) okay stay on track here (laughs) so after that well so julia kind of stops the whole activity dead in its tracks oh the not killing larry while they're yeah yeah while they're doing banging it. yeah um she... so yeah and she's begging frank not to do this frank cuts the rat in half and she's mm-hmm. sort of like having a panic attack freak out and poor larry's like what the hell mm-hmm. like you were coming on to me yeah like i don't get you and he didn't say this but i mean it was basically like she was acting like he was raping her right right almost and he was like i think like, he did a really good job of portraying himself as like confused and freaked out and left the room like absolutely the mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. poor guy yeah right. she's like going nuts he thinks right right so yeah larry starts to question kind of like what's going on and the foundation of their relationship and how things are going to be going in for their future so he has a talk with that curious stuff <laughs> this is a drama this is a family drama this isn't a horror film no there's a lot of turmoil here right <laughs> they go see a counselor and it gets very heavy there's a two and a half hour monologue <laughs> right it's like star wars this is an adventure film in space this is a soap opera yeah about a man and his son <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah, then shortly after this happens, um, Julia gets another victim, right? The second one or uh, the third one or the third one? Let's go on to that one because we did kind of touch on the second okay. one a little bit. The third one, she gets a little more comfortable. Yeah, getting the guy inside. Yeah, she gets, and and then that's I think that might be the one where she like wipes the blood off the hammer pretty nonchalantly she's like yeah this is clockwork now this is this is how we do right right. whereas the first one she convincingly i think convincingly enough played like oh this is like fucked up even for me Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. absolutely head over heels for frank yeah (laughs) i thought she was a lot creepier the first time i saw it 
But now that I kind of knew she was weird, I sort mm. of like overestimated how creepy she was. Yeah. Like, okay, yeah. she's a little more human. Than right. Right. Yeah. 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 Anyway. Yeah. yeah. Um, so at this point, uh, Chris, Chris, Kirsty, uh, daddy. She finds out what's going on. <laughs> And yes, come to daddy, as said by Frank. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Frank um, has a confrontation with her. She picks up the box and he's not too pleased. He wants his box back. Give it back. Yes. Give it to uh, me. <laughs> give great, me that. Great thing. lines. <laughs> yes. Great uh, dramatic lines. And she basically tells him to go fuck himself and she throws yep. the box out the window. She does. And it buys her some time to escape. And she runs out of the house, grabs the box because she's able to find it shortly after running out of the home. Mm-hmm. Right? And leads her down a pretty interesting path at this point. Yep. And this is where I think she played being like, you know, mind fuck, like, like kind of losing your mind a little bit. I mean, when you witness shit like that, mm-hmm. your perception of reality unwinds pretty fast and uh i i wouldn't blame most people for losing their fucking mind yeah permanently absolutely so, yeah. i thought she kind of played that off she kind of goes into like a daze uh-huh. along a chain link fence yeah and she and, starts to hear some of the, the stuff again i think right she has like the flashbacks of what happened with frank sort of i think and then like she falls and people crowd around her and then she's then she ends up somewhere Right. hospital mental institution we don't know we don't know and i like that i like that yeah we don't know they don't just show us mental hospital mm-hmm. outside of the sign it's like you don't know where she is right and it adds to like the psychological um buckiness of the film yeah yeah that is cool and also the fact that it's just a very confined space it kind of adds to the uh oh yeah the, you Big know time. The, the feelings overall um and it's cool how they did that when she first uh, has her encounter with the, the Cenobites. It's kind of like, I don't know, it's just shot in a really cool way um, from her sort of making her first encounter then to running away and then eventually coming back into the room from the wall. It's um, yeah. it's just all one really cool looking sequence. The whole scene, uh, including like the doctor and the nurse, were like, uh, they showed a lot of animosity toward her. Yes. Yeah. To add to like the where is she? Is she in an institution? Is she in a hospital? Right. Like, what did they discover? Yes. Because they wouldn't be acting like that. They just found her. Mm -hmm. You know? Right. Absolutely. It just keeps you guessing. I think. Yeah. But that whole scene, like you said, um, was very, very mindfucky and like crazy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It was very cool. Very nicely done. Um, and so she wait, uh, wait, 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 wait. Uh, uh, so for the, the monster thing scene, yeah, can we kind of talk about how that was kind of cheesy? Which one when the wall opens and she goes down the hallway, and then that that big, like, pink uh, grub like comes after her? Okay, yeah, we could talk I mean, about that. <laughs> I know they were they were trying, but they it, ran out of money. <laughs> um, but what 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 kind of was funny was I don't know if you noticed it, but at kind of like the very beginning of the pursuit of the thing toward yeah. her, uh, the lighting kind of goes up a little too much, 
and you can actually see like a gray. I don't know if they're using a dolly behind it, but you can see it below the head. And I'm like, ah, yeah. I'll just pretend I didn't see that. I like, <laughs> didn't mean to. Yeah. But it was pretty clear. <laughs> it was like a dolly or something. Right there. <laughs> yeah. But then they hide it after that. So, but right, right. They probably couldn't edit like to a T like they can today. Mm-hmm. Whatever. I think I did notice that, yeah. But other than that, you know, <laughs> that like movie was yeah. <laughs> no I mistakes. Other than that, <laughs> there's you, everyone gets one. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I I applaud them for trying to pull it off, though. Absolutely. Rather than being yeah. like, "Oh, we can't do this, so we're just gonna have a hallway mm-hmm. with a mm-hmm. black like mist," you know. I mean, right. I'm glad they they tried to pull it off, and I think they did fine. Absolutely. And we should keep reminding people $1 million budget. So million keep, dollar keep that in mind. That's pretty damn impressive. I, very I think. damn, very I mean, damn impressive. I still, maybe people will disagree with us. Maybe they'll be like, whatever, man. Nowadays, I could pull that off with practical makeup for less well, than that. We'll but talk about that. I don't that. know. I don't know. We'll, we'll see. talk about we'll see. that. Okay. More. Okay. All right. So, uh, yeah, after the uh, hospital sequence, we, I don't, I'm kind of fuzzy on what the next scene is. Do you remember? Uh, so she tells the Cenobites um, that oh, that's Frank, right. like, yeah. I know where Frank is. They're like, we would rather just, you know, experience your delights or whatever. And then, right. like, and then Pinhead's like, you know, have him confess. Because here's another one of those random rules with hell that you, they have to confess for some reason. Right. Just, apparently they don't just know this stuff. Um, and uh so then they disappear. I don't know if this is right away, but they disappear and they show the nurse walk in mm-hmm. with her boyfriend mm-hmm. and she's gone. They don't know without a trace. They don't know where she is. Right. Um, so she's disappeared with the Cenobites, mm-hmm. presumably. Right. Um, and then we go to the house and it's, uh, it's Julia, Frank and Larry. And uh, this is where you were talking about earlier how, Julia sort of has a change of heart and yes, decides, yes. okay, like now I'm not so worried about Larry getting murdered anymore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like a, it, I think Frank's at his wit's end or something. He, right. I don't know. Like says they have to run away because the, the, the box is gone. Yes. They have to so, go. So Frank kind of, I think Frank maybe has an idea of what's coming or no. He, I, I do you think he? Sense, I got the sense he didn't know because uh, in the early early in the film it was established that he got past them. He basically found a loophole out of hell, mm-hmm. and like shouldn't shouldn't be back on Earth. And the Cenobites obviously don't know how to get to him, right? And uh, so you don't think that he, you don't think he would have thought that that maybe. Kirsty summoned them because she had the box. Oh, okay, I guess that could like, happen. Yeah. He could have jumped to that conclusion. I mean, yeah. I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. No, no, definitely, because someone else has control of the box. Right. And could summon them. Right. Yeah, absolutely. So okay. I would assume that he would just be like, oh shit. So she, like, yeah, she could they're bring here. Them back. Yeah. 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 So as long as he had the box, he wasn't gonna bring them back. Yeah. Or or um alert them to his location. Right, right. Right. right so yeah. okay yeah. yeah i get you 
but yeah, so there he wants to he wants to make haste. He's basically like, let's let's yeah. go, Julia. We gotta Come get on. the fuck out yeah. of here. Yeah. And inevitably, what happens is uh, Kirsty makes her way back to the house, uh, um, teleporting, presumably. I guess so. Yeah. Because she, they make it sound like she just disappeared out of the room. Right. It, it looked like they all left together. Yeah, it, it really seemed that way, but they yeah. don't say that, so maybe she did sneak out. But right. I'm thinking, we, ironic. Maybe it's not ironic, but um, more believable that they just teleported there, honestly, because right, because she does come back to the house with the box, right, and the Cenobites are like there, yeah, but not, yeah, because they, they, they said and they said the, that he has to confess. Yes, so they're kind of so, like waiting in the mist. To, yeah. to hear it yeah there are rules <laughs> when you're uh you know the givers of death and pleasure that no one can measure right right yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um it's it's pretty quickly revealed or you come to find out that frank is actually wearing uh larry's skin and he he tricks julia at first into thinking that frank is dead but uh she wants to go up and confirm it for herself. And he's like, oh, no, 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 don't you worry about that. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, and gets Larry's voice, which was interesting. But I guess yeah. he could be his voice box or something. Also, that was never clearly explained how he was getting his sustenance or getting the skin. No, no. And how he's putting it on. And You would not have really known if you were a first time going into this that that was the, like that he just did that. Well, I think they glossed over it really because, you know, watching it, Last night, it was like just sucking noises and grabbing people. And oh, that was supposed to be like him putting skin on. (laughs) I thought, I thought that was him feasting or something. (laughs) The, you know, like I I don't know that they knew how to bridge that gap or how how to demonstrate that. Um, But I thought it was weird that she didn't notice that her dad's like, like the there was blood all up and down like these. And she didn't think yeah, it didn't look good. <laughs> maybe she was too, you know, um, distracted by getting Frank. Right. Thinking about Cenobites and like too much in shock and just happy that her dad's talking and alive. Yeah. And that makes like, sense. It looks pretty fucked up. It did look fucked it's up. Like but all I mean, the way up and down his goddamn like head. <laughs> but she did have one hell of a day. So she did. She yeah. Did. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so uh, she, she makes her way up and, uh, obviously comes to find out that it's all bullshit and Frank is actually using Larry's skin and uh, Frank tries to kill her. Mm-hmm. Um, it takes her a while to figure it out though, actually. It does take her a while. Yeah. There's some, there's, like, there's a little bit of build up. For a yeah, while. Absolutely. I forget what gives it away, but then, um, Oh, uh, because Frank doesn't want her to leave. Right. So right. Frank and Frank and Julia tell her like, you're gonna stay here with us forever. Exactly. Yeah. He's and like, no, no. Like, oh, this is this is fucked up. This isn't right. 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 Yeah. And then he says, "Come to daddy." Yes. <laughs> Come to daddy. Starts getting creepy with the whole, you know, family incest thing. Frank <laughs> yeah. is a stand-up guy. He really is. I'd let him yeah. babysit my kids if I had any kids. Yeah. He won't cross any lines. <laughs> no. He's a good guy. No. You can trust him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so uh, he tries to kill her. And, just go into it no big deal whatever he ends up killing julia in the process 
uh, pretty unremorseful, really, because after and, he, that happens, he's just like, yeah. And I almost wonder if he was planning on it because he's sort of like nothing personal, baby. Like, uh huh. What well, wasn't in his voice? It was in Larry's voice. <laughs> he almost makes it sound yeah. like he was planning to get rid of her at some point. Yeah, like that was guys like maybe always part of the plan. I, I mean, and then he sucked the life out of her a little bit. Yeah, he got like a uh, pasty, uh, like uh, peely back skin, and she died. Yeah, uh, and I don't know if he was sucking life force out of her. I guess so. I guess that's what we were supposed to get out of that. And then she died. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and uh, and then finally. The Cenobites uh, show up and they realize that it is actually Uncle Frank and he confesses because he confesses uh, inadvertently to Kirsty. Uh, you know, Larry. I respected the Cenobites' um, sort of critical thinking skills there because he didn't have to say, like, point blank, I <laughs> killed Larry. <laughs> yeah. He just had to, like, talk casually about how, like, he had it coming or he deserved <laughs> it or. Right. They use their context clues and right, they're right. smart. They're smart. They're smarter. Interdimensional than, beings. <laughs> yeah, they're more. They're not just all about the pleasure. And the pain. <laughs> yeah, I'm not just a, a um a set of chattering teeth. I'm way more than that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's gonna be my next costume. Oh, beautiful. I'm gonna, put some like paste over my face and just make my jut my jaw out real far yeah and you need to have like some uh spreaders in there <laughs> yeah what's that is there like a game that like families play where you have to like put something in your mouth that makes i don't you... know it sounds like... sadistic oh really good luck, good luck talking with that in your mouth <laughs> we'll pull up an image of that so i don't sound crazy because that was okay. actually a really popular thing okay you sound crazy so right, we better thank do you. that thank you're you you're welcome <laughs> i'm just kidding um but yes exactly that's what my costume will be sweet um so anyways a lot of ham <laughs> yeah a lot of ham there you go <laughs> so uh yeah they pull him down to hell and it looks really awesome that's another very well done scene um he oh, said, and uh, behind me there he is absolutely so there it is. he says some weird shit like jesus wept blah, yeah blah, blah. that's it yeah <laughs> we kind of forgot about the mention about all of his jesus statues he had Oh, yes, yes. Like, there was a lot of religious imagery in this. Yeah, it sounds like uh, Frank had a lot of, uh, you know, demons, obviously. Yes. And uh, was trying to, like Jeffrey Dahmer, trying to, like, reach out to God and see if there was something that could help him. But, uh, yeah. but Or maybe Frank got off on, <laughs> maybe Frank got off on really weird things like faith and sex and... yeah being a fucked up guy i mean i wouldn't put it past him i wouldn't put yeah. anything past this guy he was very very odd yeah <laughs> to say the That's least <laughs> he was um so yeah he gets pulled back into the underworld and pulled you know ripped apart ripped apart whatever whatever <laughs> and uh kirsty we see one last scene with her where I guess it's a long scene. She, I mean, I don't really know. She gets attacked by the Cenobites, basically. Yeah. They decide like they're not done. Yeah. Like they're going to come at her. Yeah. But she has the box. Right. So I don't know if they were, 
It didn't. They were trying to kill her. It seemed like they were, and and but she uses the box to to, to banish them back. And I don't know if it made sense, but I think for the film, they were going for like a grand finale scene. So yeah. it's like, we're going to have our Cenobites come at you rather than just disappear. Mm-hmm. And I kind of liked it, you know, like right. get rid of them. And she had to, yeah, you know, do the Rubik's Cube to get them to go away. It's, she's going down the stairs to make for a great kids game. <laughs> the, the only unfortunate part, though, is you get a little more mixed in uh, shitty CG effects. Oh right, yeah, like this glowing, time, yeah, wizards, Ralph Bakshi's wizards type effects, and yeah, flashing, and yeah, the classic eighties stuff. Yeah, so I mean, it kind of takes you out of it a little bit, but I mean, you still have the um, the, the 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 creatures coming at her, and it looks pretty badass. Yeah, um, the real effects are good. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, especially like the this is going back a little bit, but them up against the window in the attic where it's all three of them and they're walking forward at the camera mm-hmm. um that was cool that was just a really cool shot was that their first intro that was i think their first intro yeah okay i might be wrong but we'll, we'll put that clip up there while we're talking about it so people can see sure it. but um but anyways yeah so she uses the box to defeat them supposedly mostly she gets she gets pinhead and um neck vagina and then uh the fat dude with the glasses yeah tries to get her boyfriend and and so here's what makes sense stuff falls on him Uh uh-huh so she didn't zap him back right just underneath some lumber yeah so he's is he so is he just there forever (laughs) Uh. (laughs) yeah i don't Um, know what and tries to kill her boyfriend and uh i could spend you know a little while on this but I want to say one of the big things that gets me in the movie that um, could have been fixed a little is how much the boyfriend just acts like this happens all the time. Yes. Like he shows up and sees fuck a house falling apart mm-hmm. for no particular reason, flashing from the outside. And there's these really fucked up creatures. Big fat dude has a giant uh, rip down his stomach. Yeah. And I mean, I don't, I don't know if he saw him, but I think he saw maybe someone else before they got zapped. Yes, but he did. The whole time, the whole time until the end, uh-huh. he's just like, "Oh yeah, whatever, like, oh, man. We gotta get out of here." You know, like, like he had taken a bunch of drugs, and he was just like, "Yeah, there's danger, and I'm, I've been trained for this, and mm-hmm. you know, if I was on the phone on a nine one one call, I'd be really calm, mm-hmm. and like, just kind of helps her get out of there." It does definitely seem like that. Yeah, it's it's pretty fucking weird because everyone else is so good. Yeah. I mean, so it's it's very contrasting too when you think about yeah. everyone else's performance. It's just, yeah. He's on some like super mood elevators. <laughs> it's the only thing that you could say to try to make that fixed. Yeah. He's not, he's not acting freaked out. I mean, there's things going on there that should freak him out. I think he saw him, he saw like her zap. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One of them, I think. I'm pretty sure he did. Yeah, I think you're right. I mean, it's very strange. I don't, I don't get that either. Oh, and then uh, the big uh, pink grub came the grub. There again. Yeah. And yeah. and that whole scene was. I mean, they were trying to make it dramatic. It was kind of clumsy. <laughs> At least we didn't see the dolly. The box, and she's grabbing for the box. But but he's sitting there. Drugs. Yeah. The only the only explanation. It's, I think it's. And he's like, oh, that's uh, you know, you there's a thing there, and you got to get the box. 
maybe he got into a stash at the hospital while yeah. he was there. Yeah. The morphine. Yeah. He yeah. Got as much as he could get. Yeah. Yeah. He's just all zombied out. Yeah. I mean, yeah. the hospital let her get away with demons from hell. Pretty, pretty unorganized place. It so. is. Yeah. The security's very laxed there. Yeah. <laughs> just like the medical unit in uh, Friday the 13th. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, part six. Was it part six? Uh, or where, where is it when he resurrects? Is it part four? That was four. Yeah. Four. Uh-huh. Yeah. And they're just, yeah, he's watching the butts. <laughs> that seems like a place where you could go walk into the drug room and just grab whatever the fuck you want. Uh, yeah, that dude seemed pretty <laughs> distracted. <laughs> he did. He did. He liked his workout videos. Yeah. Anyway, wrong movie. Yeah, yeah. We'll get to that sometime. Wait, we already got to that. Yeah, we did. <laughs> we covered it extensively. <laughs> yeah, if you want to go back and listen to more of that, go listen to Vamping Above Voorhees. Yeah, absolutely. So anyways, yeah, so the, the showdown ends and we're treated to a scene of her. I guess we're she's going back with them eventually, right? Is that kind of how it ends? Like, uh, So here's another problem I have with the film that I felt was just like they couldn't. So the house presumably burns down. Yes. For whatever reason, I don't remember a fire starting, but I guess the, the Cenobites started it with supernatural something. Sure. The house started falling <laughs> apart and it burns down. Um, and they kind of just flash to this sort of open, open, vacant lot in the middle yeah. of the city mm-hmm. and with fires and like piles. And my thinking, the best guess I can make is that that was the house. Because I don't know where the fuck they are. Who who just sets fires everywhere like that? There's a place in India where like they burn funeral pyres, the poor uh-huh. people do, and like a big open courtyard. Mm-hmm. That's like the closest thing to real life I can think of that that was. So I'm thinking like that's got to be the house that burnt down. That makes sense to me. But and that's like the best thing they could do with what they had was make a bunch of piles of fires and then she <laughs> throws the box on it. The box, right? She throws the box on it and and then here's the homeless guy who who I thought was Rob Zombie. I'm not gonna lie. I thought it was Rob Zombie. I actually googled it. I'm like, was Rob Zombie like in? Hellraiser. I thought the homeless guy was Rob Zombie. He would have looked a lot younger in that, wouldn't he have? Yeah, I thought I thought the homeless guy looked young to me. I suppose, yeah. With some dirt yeah. on him and a beard, but um, yeah. Anyway, the homeless guy shows up. Yeah, and he starts to sort of transform. I think, or he starts on fire. He just gets lit on fire. Yeah, and, and then, then they didn't show it. They didn't show this transition. He's all of a sudden a um. Uh, we call it stop motion skeleton dragon. Yes. Takes the box, <laughs> flies away for a mind fuck. Right. And then at the very end, Wait. we're back at the beginning of the film. Right. Where they zoom into like the circle inside the box. And then it's the Asian guy and yep. Frank. And here right we before go. the yeah. film opens. Yes. So it's a very. It's interesting. It's uh, it's sort of open to interpretation, I guess. Yeah, uh, some of that movie is. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess it probably is explained a little bit in the second one. Um, am um, I correct in that or no? Uh, no. <laughs> I don't think so. Okay. They go. They try to explain other things. I think. Okay. Okay. But I mean, we'll watch it sometime. Yeah, for sure. I remember a few things about it, but. Um, I mean, sticking with this film here, uh, 
I think we covered the plot. I mean, probably not as quickly as we had hoped, but you know, we're we're figuring this out. Yeah, uh, yeah, we're just getting our our footing here, and we'll, yeah. we'll edit some shit. You can blame me. You're stuck with me. Oh, I had way too much detail, but uh, no, I appreciate it. I because I have a or, or lack memory. thereof. It's a bunch of bullshit. <laughs> no, uh, no, it's it's fine. Your, your favorite, most badass part of the movie? What was it? Okay, I'm gonna give it up. I know it's probably maybe a little cliche here, but uh, I gotta give it up to. Frank getting ripped apart at the end with the chains. Ah, that's uh, that's just did it for me, man. I think that's so cool. It's all practical. Uh, just look badass. And to this day, I mean, what was it, eighty-seven? We said. I mean, yeah. Right now, that looked like a really impressive scene to me, and I just thought, yeah, it was very well done. Just looked so cool. Absolutely, yeah. I agree. Um, and for me, I think it's going to be weird because I feel like. It's like not, there was a lot of badass things that happened. Mm -hmm. Lots of cool makeup effects, of course. Mm -hmm. um, but for me, one that stuck out actually was uh, the first victim that Julia hits with the hammer. Mm -hmm. She uses the sharp end of the hammer and hits the dude that she brought home in the face. And the makeup effect on his lower mouth, yeah. like rips off part of his lip, gashes his jaw, and like his teeth are like kind of busted up down there yeah i thought that looked real raw and real real yeah um so that's a part that stuck out to me where i'm like those are damn good effects right there that looks nasty absolutely that all day long absolutely let's yeah, yeah. fuck yeah <laughs> i mean it's just a small part i mean it wasn't a big part of the plot but um yeah and, and like he falls over his laying on the ground and they show that they still have that makeup effect and um he makes an appearance later i think mm-hmm Yep. Maybe it was him or someone else when all the maggots part of his mouth when girls like backing away in the and I was waiting for that. I'm like, God damn it, she's backing away in the room hiding from Frank. Yeah. And, she's and found to run into something. guy hiding and yeah. come out and and she did a great job of not screaming. Yeah. Dream Queen knows when to scream. <laughs> she knows how to stay alive. She's playing the game the right way. Yes. I probably would have screamed after shitting my pants. Mm, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I agree. That looked really cool. And um, I actually heard that they had to censor some of that stuff out because there were more hammer hits. And oh. actually, it actually was more detailed. Um, and Freaking they, MPAA. I know. It's a horror film. I know. Like, come you on. Bastard. Let them just go to town. Just let them do it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a family film. <laughs> well, kind of. It's wholesome. I mean, yeah, there's a mom and dad, a daughter, wholesome. a wife. Mm -hmm. Sick, sadistic, it's... sexual deviant brother, murderer, <laughs> demon from hell, and Cenobites. Yeah. yeah it's pretty. Cenobun. Cenobites. Cinnabon? Cinnabites? Cinnabons? Yeah. Mm -hmm. mm. That's what I think of when I... Tasty. Cinnabite. Cinnabite sounds too much like Cinnabon to me. It does. Tasty. I get a sweet taste in my mouth when I think of the Cinnabites. Mm -hmm. uh, one little thing I want to point out, too, before we move further is uh, I thought it was really odd that when uh, Julia carries the first victim, you know, he gets like, uh, you know, uh, Frank like rips off his skin off his legs and his yeah. torso and whatever mm -hmm. and doesn't really use his head for some reason. Yeah. Uh, but she carries his body, which I thought was cool. She could carry him like, oh, he's probably like really light after having his load lightened uh, <laughs> into the room across the hall, into yeah. that room with like the sheets on the furniture. But like during the film, they go into that room like to check it like real quick, like open and look in once and then like go in there later. But like, wouldn't it stink like shit? You would think, like, right? <laughs> living, living Larry, the dad guy before he, you know, dies. 
goes in there, opens the door. That's and it's good, like, wouldn't that fucking smell? That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. I never really, like, really thought about that. But anyway, it's just a small thing, but it's yeah. like, if it were me making a film, I'd be like so meticulous about like every little detail, but that's just because it bothers me. Maybe there's oh. some hell power that he's using to like cover up the scent. Yeah. Yeah. Well, actually, I did the I did the thing where I always try to like make excuses and imagine what happened. Yeah. I thought that maybe she got something from the store that was like <laughs> like lime or yeah. something or or bleach or something that would take the stench away. That's not unreasonable. Yeah. Because you would Julia. have to do that, right? Yeah. If you're gonna yeah, if you're gonna hide <laughs> if you're Get gonna the... hide dead bodies. So Frank was, you know. Julia, get a clean plug get in. something to clean the smell. <laughs> it I'm fucking hurry. stinks. I need skin. <laughs> Don't look at me. Get me a hundred of those little tiny trees. <laughs> Don't let that room get smelly. <laughs> Julia. <laughs> oh, my God. Anyway, it's such funny. a major plot point in the film that the room's not smelly. But... Uh-huh. Yeah, it's very yeah. important. She could have gotten something. Yeah, I'm sure she did. I'm sure. And, and like you said earlier, they don't got to show us everything. They clearly got something to get rid of the smell. Right. They don't have to fucking show it. For sure. We're not stupid. Yeah, we can figure <laughs> it out. <laughs> no, they definitely comfort. didn't. They definitely didn't address that. But um, <laughs> uh, yeah, and then it was kind of fucked up that her dad was like strewn across the floor. But I thought good effect there. You know, the bloody, absolutely bloody mm-hmm. dad corpse in the ground, and mm-hmm. uh, she had a bad day. It was a. But, um, it was shitty. Yeah, it was a shitty day. But good thing she has a boyfriend that is numbed by <laughs> yeah. drugs, like maybe psychedelics. And it had the opposite effect because everything was psychedelically fucked up. So to yeah. him, it was just like normal. <laughs> it was like, oh, I see this all the time. And I'm, I'm a seasoned mushroom yeah. ingester. So right. I, it's not, this is but normal. He was just viewing the world in like grayscale. Like it was the day he had been waiting for his entire adult life taking shrooms. He's yeah. like, I'm built for this. Like, yeah. this is no problem, baby. Right. Like, I know how to lay on the ground and fight with the monster with hands to get the box. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he didn't get it, but he got punched in the face. I don't know. But he tried. You know what I'm saying? And he maintained his composure. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone do shrooms so that you can handle a fight with the Cenobites calmly. Mm-hmm. I think that's yeah. really the lesson to take out of all of this. <laughs> I think so too. Um, so uh, what do you, what do you rate the film? Okay. So I'm going to give it four puzzle boxes out of five. Oh yeah. Yep. Um, I oh, think puzzle boxes. Yep. Four <laughs> puzzle boxes out of five. <laughs> I love it. That's awesome. <laughs> Because I, I do, that. I thank you. I I do think it's a really solid film and still holds up. Like for being from the eighties and using mostly practical. I mean, some CG is a little cheesy. So I mean, in that sense, I think that's why I can't put it over the top. I think mm-hmm. a lot of that just bugs me and takes me out of it. And you know, some of it got a little hammy. But I mean, overall, the pacing, some of the shots were just really fantastic. Um, mm-hmm just that sequence like i said in the hospital is just so cool uh there's just it leaves you wanting more like it's it makes you question things but in a good way like you said like i you're glad they don't explain everything because there's like i don't know you want like i i actually want to legitimately go watch the second one pretty soon after this there you Uh, go and so they succeeded yeah mm -hmm. so and 
one thing about, uh, well, what would you give it? Well, we're going with your scale. Uh, I think off the top, you know, on my head, I thought about it a little bit, but a four puzzle boxes out of five, two, I think. Okay. Um, I initially, I originally thought about it out of 10 and I took two notches off of it for, um, um, if I'm really being totally honest mm-hmm. on the review, I, I think, you know, some of the effects are dated. Um, you know, like your average person now might be like, oh my God, you know, for some of the stuff, but some of it, you know, is very good. Mm-hmm. Um, so I took a, you know, a notch off for that because some of it's dated uh, the effects. Um, but, and then another notch, I think I took off for, um, uh, kind of believability, you know, like they're just generally speaking, like some of the weird stuff that happens, it's like, why the fuck is that happening? Right. Kind of stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I took another notch off for that, but otherwise, uh, a classic film, different idea, like great characters they invented for with the Cenobites and uh, the Scream Queen on there did a good job. And um, yeah. just this concept of a, another dimension and using like the hospital scene so well and uh, just the house family dynamic. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I, I think it's a great film and it's definitely a classic and one that uh, people should have on their list if they want to see a horror classic. Absolutely. It's a great way to kick off the season and it's, yeah, it's got that atmosphere turned on the lights and yeah. yeah. Enjoy some angels or demons. <laughs> yeah. This is actually the, I mean, this is probably the second time in four years I watched the film, and I guess that's not that often, but <laughs> <laughs> but still, yeah, it, it just goes to show you how much it, it holds up. It's worth seeing recently. Yeah, and I, I was I was excited to watch it again. So yeah, yeah. But overall, yeah, like we said, great film, great way to start your Halloween season off. And um, I guess we'll see you next time on Jeremy and Ryan's Freaky Film Club. <laughs> ah!